So um, this is Aries season. So with it being Aries season, this is my sad moment. Mm. Because the man that I fell in love with was um, in Aries. Oh, and shit. he was the first, the first Aries or the first guy that I fell in love with. Um, his birthday is approaching. So, of course, I think of him during these times. Um, and then it's, it seems like um, every man that I've fallen in love with after that has been in Aries. Oh, dang. So let's get back to the first You Aries. attract an Aries. And I don't know say. what it is. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's like I'm, 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 it, it's, a, it's a magnet, the yeah. Aries. Um, with him, I, I was in love with him for 20 years. And he didn't love me back. So that was horrible. Yeah. So uh, we met in high school. I was a senior. He was a freshman. And he would... um, Where are you originally from? Originally from Dallas. Dallas, Texas? Yes. I knew there was something dope about you. Okay. So yeah. I'm from Shreveport, but I think in Dallas Okay. I used to drive to Shreveport all the time. Oh, come on, man. See? I know it. So so I was in love with him, and and I did everything for him. Like, like, like his homework, his, 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 everything. I mean, we, we, we weren't sexually active because I didn't... I wasn't doing that in high school like yeah. kids are today. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they <laughs> quick these days. Right, right. right, right. So, uh, so even after him graduating from high school, yeah. I still kept in contact, still stalked him, yeah. still sent gifts, birthday cards, yeah. all type of stuff. So, so we're not after y'all broke up. We didn't even. We weren't even a couple. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> but, but, but he knew I loved him. He, he knew this. So, um, y'all was, y'all was just a thing. I, yeah, y'all was, was a thing. Yeah, okay, yes, guys, yes. guys, guys. So, uh, even when, um. We we broke we broke up. We, we right. broke up. So school school ended. I went right. to college and he stayed in high school. So I returned home and I was sleeping one day, uh-huh. and um, I just heard on the news uh, an apartment fire. When they said the name of the apartments, I automatically knew this was his apartment. Right. That his apartment caught fire and and that I needed to go save him. Wow. Now I felt like a superhero at that moment. Yeah. So I called my cousin. I was like, "Girl, we got to go over there. Uh, Michael's apartment caught fire. We yeah. got to get over there." So. We shoot over there, yeah. and it was indeed his apartment. What? So that was it, that was the love. That was the connection wow. that I had with him. And he comes downstairs with the um, fire marshal wearing a Superman T-shirt. I just said hero. Wow. So he was my hero, and he was wearing his shirt. And I hadn't seen him in years. So, right. so now he's buff and, wow. and an adult. Wow. <laughs> so uh, he grown and stuff. Yeah, now. He, he was, was like, grown. Wow, yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. So. Uh, I went to the, the Salvation Army. They were, I mean, the Red Cross was sitting outside, and I wanted to donate money to him Yeah. and his situation. But I was like, well, you just can't donate to a specific person. I said, no, I need to make sure that he get this money from me. Right. She was like, okay. So I made the check out, payable to him. Wow. And they gave and you it. You did to with me. this through Red Cross. The Red Cross. You didn't go holler him and say, right, hey, right, right. Right. Yeah, yeah. right. Okay, right. okay, okay. So and it was a nice lump sum. Okay. So, um, what, was, what kind of. What kind of business was you in? There I was I was working in real estate then. Okay, so, so yeah, okay. so I was young, the new in the real estate. That's what's up. So um, he still didn't call to say thank you or what? nothing. And my check had my name, phone what? number, and address on. I was like, what? That was. A- Did he get it? Are we sure he got it? We should, it, he, it cash. Right. Okay. So it you cash. Know it. Okay, yeah. Okay. okay. And so, so wait, we like yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so again, another birthday comes around, and and I send flowers, and then I find out where he worked. Then I sent um, a $250 gift card Damn. to Foot Locker because I wanted him to have the new Jordans. They, the $250, they, that was a nice price for two. Yeah, that was the exclusive yeah. right there. Right, right. Shit. Again, this was, this was early 90s. Yeah. So um, still didn't get a call. Thank you. And thank you. So then I went on tour. I, was, I joined the circus. Oh, what? Yeah, I was with the circus, Universal what? Circus. What? Uh, so the Black Circus. Wait a minute. So you went from real estate 
To and then you got to the circus. Yes, yes. How the hell does that I'll happen? tell you. I'll explain. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. So we get to the circus, and <laughs> I'm in the hotel room with one of the girls from Dallas. And we, gotcha. we've been friends for years. Okay. Never knew the relationship between her and Michael. Gotcha. And so I was just laying in my bed, and she was laying in her bed, and her aunt called, which is Michael's mom. And her, Michael's mom has an unusual name. So it's only two people with that name. Right. Um, and when she said, I was like, and I said, it's her last name? Yeah. And she was like, yeah. I was like, What? Like that's Michael's said, aunt. Yeah, okay. that's, that's Michael's mom. Michael's mom, gotcha. I was like, oh my god. So, with that being said, I knew then that, that we should be together. Yeah. So we toured the toured the world. We went from from all states in the country to a few states abroad. Now what circus is this? Uh, the Universal. The Universal circus. Oh yes, yeah, yes, yes. <clears throat> okay. So when we t- returned back to um, the states, gotcha. and I returned home. Yeah. I, I remember the phone number from her phone because I stole it. Yeah. And I called him. Wow. And I said, I needed to see you. Yeah, like, like what's like, going on at yeah. this point? Yeah. He was like, well, what do you want to see me about? But he did talk to me. Okay. And he was like, oh, he was like, look, I have a girlfriend, uh, and, and thank you for all the things you've done for me over the years. Yeah. And I, that was my final trial. So, so, but again, here we are approaching April, yeah. his birthday month. Yeah. And I'm still saddened that, that what? I all of, didn't make that What? What? What in the hopeless romantic story did he, he just drop on right, right. the boy? He, he don't even have a Facebook or an Instagram. So he's yeah, he square. real low. Yeah, yeah, he's real yeah. off the grid. Yeah. So. Damn. So we're coming up on that and on that time yeah, of year. Yeah. So and he done met all these other Aries all this time. Yeah, but I, but they were great to me though. So, yeah. so I knew that, that Aries is is has always been my zodiac sign. Aries men. Hey. Yeah. Come through. Hey, I'm just saying, you got a shot. If you're an Aries, yeah. tabloid. You got a shot. That's what's up. Interesting. And and, and you're from Dallas. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You work from right up the street. And what's crazy is I met my uh, wife in high school when we met. And we'll go back, you know, so all the time. And she's an Aries. Okay. You know what okay. I'm saying? So, so you yeah. know how I feel. Yeah. I'm not even. Well, yeah. We got know we had a connection from the okay. South. And right, everything. Right. Gotcha. So now to circle back, because we can't buy okay, right. too we much. Right. Because you was doing real estate. You're in Dallas. You know, you got Urban, Grapevine, Plano. Mm-hmm. You know, the area's thriving. You're right, doing your right, thing, right? right? This is your where you went to school, and this is your mm-hmm. hood. How does this? Well, my my degree is in theater, so so uh-huh. I went, I went okay. to school, East Texas State University. Gotcha. And um, acting was my thing. So, gotcha. so it's, it's always been in front of the spotlight. Gotcha. So, so entertainment. Me, yeah, entertainment. So sure. um, did that, and and I, I would leave real estate and come back, leave it, and come back and do, do gotcha. different things. So yeah. Gotcha. So you've done theater, and how, did, how does this universal opportunity even come about? Is there an audition oh, process? Did it wasn't. Let me tell you. So, so I was okay. working at this club, and um, we were doing me and some friends of mine, the girls that that actually went to um, that joined the circus with. We were doing um, a show at a club where we were impersonating um, Destiny's Child. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So, yeah. so I was Michelle, gotcha. and then I had my friend uh, Ruby, who was. Um, Beyonce and then Lisa, who was Kelly. Gotcha. So we we did it, and, and the, the group, somebody from the casting people on the show, was okay, like, you guys will be great to open up our circus. I was like, oh, we don't want to do that. Wow. And we sat around and we talked about it, and wow. it, it paid five hundred dollars a week. Oh shit! Plus five hundred dollars a show. So shit. we did, if we did, I would have been right, right. And they paid for for lodging and, yeah. and airfare and all. I was like, oh Damn. yeah, we we will do it. Damn. So we did it for two years. So wow. Wow, wow. So how do you transition? Because you're not doing comedy at this point either. At this point, you're just doing your I, I still, your I still was funny. Okay. But I've always been funny, though. Yeah, I've yeah. Always, so even when I was in, doing stage plays, yeah. I would always end up getting the, the funny role, even when I went out 
after the, the the principal role where where I wanted to to, to deliver the, the tear jerkers and, gotcha. and the sadness. Sure. They, they was like, no, I got the best part for you. Like, yeah. ah. Wow. So, so again, I always been the funny one. Interesting. So you after the Universal Soul experience is cool, how do you then grab a microphone and say, now I'm just finna talk about I worked shit. in radio. <laughs> okay. So okay. I worked okay. in radio okay. for a Dallas radio station. Gotcha. And um, working for the radio station, um, how I came up with the name Tabloid. Gotcha. Uh, real name is Tabitha. Okay. And it was it was just Tabitha every morning, and then I was delivering morning gossip. God, so see, came up with the name Tabloid. God, and the now we born. know. Now right. we make see. That's why we do this. See, now we know Tabloid. Exactly. I love it. Okay, cool, cool. So you started in radio. That's obviously a big personality. Right. You meet a lot of people. You networking. You you know that you're funny because people you can feel that exactly. right. Exactly. So then you, from radio, you do the Universal. When the hell do you decide to pick up a microphone? So someone, I, I I would deliver the um, morning news, my 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 um, entertainment news. Okay. Funny. Okay. It was hilarious. Sure. Even if it was sad news, it was hilarious. Sure. And someone said you should do stand up. I was like, that's not what I want to do. Yeah. I, I knew I was funny. Yeah. And um, so they was like, we're gonna set you up. You're gonna do an open mic over at the Improv. And it's in Dallas. It's in Dallas. So okay. I go to Addison the Improv. Improv or Arlington? Addison. Addison. Okay, okay, okay. So I go to the Addison Improv. Yeah. The Place is packed. Yeah, that's a nice. But, but I'm on the radio, so they love me. So, sure. so those people showed up to see who she was or who she is, and, right. and see what she could do. Yeah. No matter whether it was good or bad, I felt like they were gonna laugh because they loved me at sure. that point. Sure. And um, I like to say I had a great show. Yeah. But again, again, I don't know because it was it was people who loved Tab. Yeah. So you didn't know how to really even gauge right, right. whether you were hitting, hitting, or they just really fuck with you. And then right. so I booked the show in San Antonio. Okay. And I go to do the show in San Antonio yeah. and um, did great, where they didn't know me. The show wasn't syndicated, so they didn't know who I was. Right. Got up there, killed it. And I was like, okay, well, this is what I should be doing. Yeah. Wow. And that's how- And how long have you been in the comedy game? 12 years. 12 years, yeah. wow. Cheers to that. I'm coming up on about 11, 11-ish okay, myself. Okay. Yeah. I just made 12 in November, so. Dope, dope, dope. Congratulations. Thank so you. yeah, so from Dallas, I moved to New York. Okay. New York is where I started comedy, and I just fell into an open mic, and then started just producing my own shows, bars, and random spots, because, you know, you want to have a platform, you can always work. It's cool being able to network with other comics, so I picked on, on that real quick, uh, versus, you know, just waiting and seeing when you're going to get your next book and that kind of a thing, because when you're coming up, that could be a while, right? And that's one of the things I noticed about you, which is one of the reasons how, how we kind of got here. Okay. Uh, as opposed to a lot of comics that do just try to perform when they can, about when they can. I've noticed that you also put on your shows, and I noticed that you, you know, do a lot of uh, work for Vegas locals, and I've seen uh, your work ethic. So that's one of the things that I noticed. I know when we first started, you was like, "How did you? Was this?" Yeah. <laughs> so it it was that that kind of caught that caught my attention about you being consistent and, and, and uh, you know, also providing those platforms and stuff too. So 12 years in, uh, at what point did you feel like you, all right, you know, I'm a, I'm a comedian now. You know, was there a specific show or a specific opportunity that made you feel that well, way you know or did what? you always it, feel that way? I've always felt that way. Because, okay. again, even when I look back at my um, high school yearbook, when they signed the yearbook, yeah. they, there was a couple of um, signatures or messages that said, um, don't forget about me when you're this famous comedian. Mm. You're the funniest person I know. You'll be a famous comedian. I was, and, I, and I thought, even back well, then, uh, Kimball. Kimball, Kimble, okay. Yeah. Kimble, okay. Um, so um, even then, I just, I just knew that that wouldn't be um, what I wanted to do. It, uh. it, it was never 
my passion. I, I knew I had the talent for it, but it was just never. Right. Yeah. Now look at you out here in these look comedy streets. Right. Yeah. All right, right, right. Now, now, back in the 90s, I had the opportunity to hang out with um, Amazing Grace, who is also okay. known as um, Corwin Hawkins. Okay. Who um, was in Low Down Dirty Shame, who okay. lived in Dallas oh, cool. at the time. Too. Okay. So, 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 so he did stand up comedy. Gotcha. And um, I would go to the open mics or to his shows with him. And he was like, Tab, you need to get on stage. I was like, No, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. Right. So he had an open mic one night in Dallas um, at, at, at Backdoor Comedy Club. Okay. And I get up there and I do it and I kill. And I was like, mm, Okay. So I did it. He was like, You doing another one? I said, No. Didn't like it. Wow. But and I still have footage of it that I, that I won't even put online. It was it was it was a great show. Yeah. I just didn't do it. I I don't know why I didn't do it. I Interesting. Just, yeah. So. Wow. Wow. Has there been any uh, opportunity in this that you know you were maybe a little starstruck, a little like wow, how did I get on this star? This is the stage I've been waiting to get on. Or has there been any of those moments? Or have, for you, has this been like? It's, I'm patient with it. It's a learning experience. I'm having fun with this. Because we all got other hustles and stuff mm-hmm, to be doing mm-hmm. anyway. I um, got my real estate license. I'm doing timeshare now, you okay. know, resorts okay. and stuff. But I've been in the car business for 15 years. So how have you kept yourself busy throughout this time while still pursuing comedy? You still doing uh, real estate? Yourself? I'm doing real estate here in Las Vegas. Nice, uh, nice. Working acquisitions okay. and property management. So um, nice. it keeps me busy. Yeah, that's what's up. Do you have aspirations to go back to theater, to TV? I do, I do. Oh, okay. I do, okay. I do. So that's still the end game. Of course. Go of back course. on go on TV. Of course. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Have you dabbled into any writing or anything like that? I, I, I write all the time. I have like probably 16 scripts that I've written over the years okay. that I've not touched, gotcha. completed, that are just amazing. And each, each time I read them, I would find something that I can add to it yeah. or take away from yeah, yeah. Or, or spruce it up. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. I think that's uh, something that's important, but... You know, I I, I have a uh, a bad habit of also writing and creating and not following up on it. I'm not getting not... back to I can procrastinate my ass off. So I know something that's gonna work works against me. And uh some of the last couple of guests I had on here, we talk about how that can kind of play against us in this industry, or sometimes not promoting ourselves the way we should, or f- finishing up on those unfinished products, you know. So I think there's a balance between being fair to yourself and knowing that we got other shit going on besides comedy, right. but also holding yourself accountable to know that hey, some of these things if you if you finish them up, you know you got you got some potential too. Right. Um, I, I beat myself up all the time. Mm. Like I said, I'm gonna go home today and I'm gonna do two TikTok videos. Yeah. I'm gonna go home and I'm gonna write two scripts. I'll end up writing the scripts and never do the do, do the uh, videos. Yeah, 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 yeah. Same. Yeah, I know. I just got these ideas and then I'm just. Sitting there waiting, waiting, waiting. But you know, again, there's so much stuff that I feel like inspires me now. There's all these platforms mm-hmm. that you can watch content mm-hmm. on, and all these festivals. I was just like, you know what, man, I got something that's that's gold here. So I, but I gotta, do you go? I gotta double my, I got a double back of mine. Then just shoot it. You know what I'm saying? Like right. even if you just shoot the trailer, you shoot the first episode. You know, you, you just gotta put your money where your mouth is and yeah. kind of get to work. So I, know I needed to hear that. Towards. Thank you. Yeah, no, nah, I feel I feel like you did because I know I did. So sometimes I say things that mm-hmm. I also need to hear myself. Mm-hmm. So that's important. Uh, have you had a pretty good network of community that supports what you do? You know how it is. Sometimes you leave your home. It's kind of like oh, I'm out here by myself. You know, have you built a good community here? Do you have a good have, support I have, system? I have. In Dallas? I have. I still I have a, a good support system here and in Dallas. So every nice. time I return to Dallas to do a show, yeah, the, the place is packed. So nice. so. so um, I'm gonna say my fan my fan base is is Dallas, San Antonio, and Houston. Nice. So yeah. Where's your favorite place to perform at though? Uh, it's gonna have to be Portland. 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 Where yeah. did Portland come from? Yeah. Tell me about Portland. So, so I, I haven't I, performed there. Never. No. Oh never my god. Performed so so I, I did the um, Northwest Black Comedy Festival a couple I years did ago. Did do that. When did you do it? Oh my! What the same? Maybe the same year. This was like twenty. 
Ooh, 19, So I, I, 20, did, I, did, like that. I did, I did 18, 19, it and 20. It could have been 18. Yeah, so. Yeah, yeah, because I, I, I did the Airbnb. It, it was raining right, that year. Right. It could have been yeah, the same damn year. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so, it could have uh, been a whole full circle moment where we walked exactly. past each other. Yeah, yeah I didn't time. even speak. Yeah, wow, that was the only time I ever went to Portland, actually. Too. Okay. Yeah. So tell me, tell me so, how, so, how yeah, was so, it? So it opened up so many doors. So, so I won a, a couple of their um, contests during the the um, festival. Gotcha. Uh, which opened up other doors where I was performing, and they would fly me in and out of Portland. Um, nice, nice. Built a nice fan base there, and, nice. and I, I can't thank the, the the Portland team enough. Like it's just, nice. They're great people. Nice. Solid, solid, solid. So, um, Portland's fun. Is there any place that you don't like performing or a place you don't want to step into? Um, I can't say there is. I, I'm a people person. The yeah, people yeah. love me. Yeah. Sometimes I don't even have to say anything and the people are cheering and screaming. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I still don't, that part I don't get at yeah. all. Yeah. Um, so, I can't say that there is a place that, right. that I don't want to perform. Yeah. yeah. Nice, nice, man. Well, I'm glad we got a chance to kind of catch up a little bit and then find out you from Finally, Dallas, man. That's yeah. dope. No, no, no. So what's the what's the next steps for you? Are you still producing your shows? Obviously performing whenever you can. What's I have a few shows coming up um this summer. Um yeah. a couple of uh shows in July that I know are gonna happen. Hell yeah, um, it's my I, birthday month. Like, my birthday month. And I always have yeah. so so hold on, what's your sign? Leo. Okay, okay. But that's fine. So, but but yeah. but everybody that's on my show is okay. born in July. Damn. So so every year I have this this big July show. Oh shit. So this year I'm filming the show okay. um for, for Prime uh Amazon Prime. Okay, so, okay. So, yeah, Congratulations. So investing in it. Thank you. So Hell yeah. Yeah, so I would love to have you on the show. Yeah. Where, 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 where is it is it Vegas? It's gonna be in Vegas. Okay. okay so, yeah, yeah, give yeah. me the dates. That's I'll give you the dates and all that information. Yes. I would love to have you. See how I did just right here on the spot. That's right. why that's why I love comedy. You know what I'm right, saying? Right. We just be rolling and flowing and sometimes you meet some people that can help complement what you're already doing, mm-hmm. have a similar work ethic that are you know that that are invested in themselves and you can kind of work a good relationship together, right? Right. But sometimes there's some people in this business that, you know, <laughs> they don't blend well. And you know, you got you know, people that you can't associate yourself with. You got mm-hmm. some people that are negative, some people that are just built to nothing but, you know, uh, uh, drama. You know, so coming from the radio industry, I know you're familiar. Exactly. You know, how do you deal with those types of things now in terms of drama and, you know, people talking behind this person and all that, that, that? <clears throat> I keep a small circle. Okay. But I'm also one of those people that are um, upfront and, and, and not quiet. So, yeah. so if you come to me with the negativity about somebody else, if you can't tell them, and it's what I would say, then don't tell me. Yeah. So I don't want to hear it. So so I, I, I this small circle, and I think that has worked for me, yeah. and that's been since high school. So yeah. just 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 being who I am and w- what I'm focused on, I don't I don't like a lot of drama. I don't like a lot of mess. I didn't I didn't have any fights in school. I was the same yeah, way. Yeah, so it, yeah, we got a lot in common. I stayed right. out the way, man. Yeah, like. I, and you know, in the in the South too, man, it's like a different vibe too. Cause I, like that's why I'm like, man, the West Coast is chill. Cause where we come from, like we got some country motherfuckers, mm-hmm. we got some people that's just come from nothing. So they was ready to fight just about every day for no reason. Exactly. So you it actually had to be a practice to actually be like, I ain't worth it. Nah, I'm chilling. I'm good. I'm staying out of the way. It had to be a practice. It had to be something that you learned at an early age. So I think that that helps us mm-hmm. out here now with staying out of the way and not giving into all of that kind of exactly. energy. So that's why I'm proud of where I come from. And I tell you know I say it because I think it gives us a lot of character. 
and a lot of appreciation of just the new found quality of life. Because some people, you know, that we went to school with, they still stay, you know, mm-hmm. in the same place mm-hmm. and work at, you know, you know where they at. Mm-hmm. Not that anything's wrong with that, but I think that there's a lot that comes with, you know, stretching yourself. I will say this: so you're from New Orleans, from Shreveport, Shreveport, Shreveport. Yeah. Shreveport. Three, so three hours went to and right, right, right. So right I, when I used to go to Shreveport, yeah, uh, the first time that I went to Shreveport, I had just turned um, 21. Uh huh. And hit the, um, hit the casino. I went to the casino. Yeah. But but everywhere I went, um, everybody had gold teeth. I was like, Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Shreveport, man. Shout out my city. Ratchet City, what's up? Everybody had at least one gold yeah, tooth. I was yeah. like, oh my God, everybody has gold yeah. teeth here. Hold on. So so then I go to like a chicken shack <laughs> yeah. as we're driving back. It could be Southern Classic. The guy was like, You're not from here, are you? I said, How you know? He said, Your teeth, you have pretty teeth. I was like, What? <laughs> So we almost got married. He, he wasn't in Aries. Though. Damn, see there? He wasn't in Aries. That's why I ain't right, like, see right. that. But, yeah. but yeah. What do you think it is about Aries that kind of do I don't appeal? know. I think I think they just cater to me. They just uh, they they just they they Aries are, just, are a little bit more fire. They got a little bit more no, little, little more sour, no, little, little more no. sauce usually. I think I think they are um softer. Mm. And they can they can handle me because I'm 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 a boss. Oh huh. And I, and I and I can tend to be boisterous and 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 strong and and yeah. show Independency when I shouldn't. Right, like it's hard for somebody to be able to do something like take care of things mm-hmm. because you're trying. To, I got it. You've always kind of got it. Yeah, I think that's something that kind of works against people that are trying to date today. It's honestly like we're good without each other. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you really have to be getting something, something really of value to justify continuing to water and maintain you know these relationships. So uh, yeah, it's tough. I think uh, I, I broke up with a guy because I didn't. Um, Take the uh, because I took the trash out. Scam he didn't take likely. It out. Scam likely. Yeah. Stay calm. <laughs> Scam likely. What do you want? Go ahead. So I took the trash out. Okay. Um, and um, he was like, but I said I would take it out. But you didn't take it out fast enough. What? And and those things right there cause power. Again, I'm 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 real. Uh-huh. I'm not quiet. Dominant. You, you, you dominant. Yeah. Dominant. You don't, you don't have dominant. to guess what I'm thinking and, yeah. and be like, oh, what's wrong? What you had a bad day? No, you would know. Yeah. yeah. I tell you. I think. Yeah. I think you got that's that's that's. A good thing, but it's got to be in the right way too. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm yeah, saying? It's got to be that. in the right way. Yeah, because I, I think, on and we're onto a good subject now because that comes against something that I think really affects uh, not just men and women today, but especially men and women of color okay. in terms of our interactions, right? Because you know, men will say, you know, what I'm saying like we have this thing with our mom, like you know, you're not finna talk to me like no, we don't handle this when y'all just trying to get stuff done. Y'all just mm-hmm. trying to communicate the best way y'all know how to, but sometimes how it's received can throw the whole thing across. Yeah, my delivery well, you know, sucks. Yeah. yeah. See. No ill intentions, but yeah, right. because you say, you know, get the trash. I'm like, nah, I'm pissed off. Now we gotta, you know, now we yeah. gotta get into it about it. Yeah. So yeah, the delivery is uh is the is, is the key. Just like on stage, shit. Some people got material that's funny as hell, but the delivery makes the total difference in everything. Exactly. Yeah. That's fine. No, no, no. So how is the uh the, the real estate business going right now? Everybody moving their ass to fucking Vegas. Well, it's it, it's going great, but 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 in this industry, um, again, I work in acquisition, so I'm not working in sales anymore. Oh, okay, okay. So so we we Fine, well, how, what what happens in acquisition? We do we we, we buy properties. So uh, I'm where, where I'm I'm spending the white man's money to buy uh, properties that he can revamp. Right. Okay. And revamp and redo and and reconstruct whatever he, gotcha. is he wants to do, tear down or whatever. Gotcha. And then um. I just make I make the wise decision on would it be a good investment for, gotcha. for the, commercial know. residential commercial residential okay. multifamily all of it. Yeah. So how are you even finding this inventory? Are you um, scouting? We, we, or you we, have we like have, a website? We have, we have our connections. Yeah, okay. we have okay. our connections. Yeah, that's dope. That's dope. That's dope. 
Interesting. I always like hearing what the hell comics are doing off stage. We only mm-hmm. get to see each other in one capacity. Uh, I've been in the car business for 15 years, so I was okay. that dude. You know, I, you know, I, even in Dallas. Matter of fact, first dealership work that was uh, right off of 183 in uh, Irving. At uh, the Honda store over there. Okay. Yeah, David McDavid. Yeah. Okay, David McDavid. Yeah, David yeah. McDavid. You better yeah. <laughs> Right next to the Whataburger. Right next yeah. to the Whataburger. Yeah, that's why I gained some weight when yes, I worked yes, in Whataburger. I the, love Whataburger. They need a Whataburger here in They Las do Vegas. need a Whataburger. Whataburger be slapping them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they do, they do burgers the right way. Oh, we can talk about Whataburger. Now. Okay. Yeah. All right. You, <laughs> the Whataburger be hit. David, yeah. And they ketchup. The ketchup was good at Whataburger, too, right? Ketchup. But yeah, so I worked at David McDavid for like three months, and it was just hardcore. They was yelling, talking to me crazy, and all that kind of stuff. The car business can be a little, you know, wild. I, I can't see someone talking to you. Did you wreck a car or something? No, they just that's just the way they handle salespeople, unfortunately. There's a lot of disrespect that happens because so who you know, are these there's people talking to you like sales that? managers. Oh, okay. So you know, when you go to a dealership, you got your salesperson that talks to you a lot when you pull up. Right. And then you got the guy he got to go back and forth three, four times to get numbers from. That's your sales manager. You know, and then once I got off the sales floor, I went to the internet department. So when you're on the internet, you're doing most of the emails, you send your appointments, you're giving out prices via email, then you come in and, you know, the car's already ready. So you never met the people from no, the internet? Okay. No, exactly. Then they would show up, and then by that time, we already negotiated the price. I know what car you want, and, you know, that process starts. What was cool was, after I left uh, Honda, I went to Volkswagen. Uh, Metro Volkswagen, right off of 183, too. It was right so next to... You lived to, in uh, Irving, basically. I was in Irving. Okay. Right off of Beltline. It was... Uh, Little Mexico. It was a lot going on over in Urban at the time. I was new from Shreveport, so I didn't know nothing. I was just kind of like, oh, this is cool. A lot of opportunities. Dope. And then, uh, yeah, stayed at the Volkswagen store for a little while. And then I got the job working as a closer. Okay. That's when I felt like I was the shit. Because the closer was a guy that came out when you said, I'm going to just think about it and I'm going to let you know. There was one more dude that used to holler at you for you. Like, come here, let me talk to you for one more second. Yeah. 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 Like, let me go get my car. Then he come back with another dude. Yeah, that was that was a, that was a, a very pivotal moment in my life when I started. I never, I never faced that though. So, so I've, I've never been one of those people who had to produce a check stub mm. to get a car mm. or, um, or. Your credits will be even taking care of your credit. My credit, yeah. Ah, nice fellas. When, when people you got your co-signer here, right here, <laughs> Aries fellas. But, but, but when people when people talk about, oh, I need three checks there. I said to get a car. It was yeah. unheard of to me. Yeah, I was like, I've never heard of that. Right? What is all this extra information you have yeah, to give them? Yeah. Like, what's that about? Just give them your name. Yeah, that's like, called subprime. Yeah, yeah, subprime. That means you know less than perfect credit. You know, if you seven fifty, eight fifty credit, mm-hmm. or even high sixes, mm-hmm. even getting a home loan or a car loan is you know it's kind of easy peasy, right? You, you you usually have no problems. But if you under low sixes, fives, fours, which a lot of America is, you got you can fall into something called subprime financing. And usually you don't even go to a lot of franchise dealerships. That's when you got those little lots on the side of the street. Oh, those pull tote up, the note places. Tote the note places. Yes. And uh, I worked on both industries, so I've, I sold Maseratis, I sold Range Rovers for a little while. Um, uh, Lexus. I was in the Lexus business. You know, uh, Park Place. Uh, uh-huh. was, yeah, uh-huh. I was in Park Place for a minute at the Lexus store. But I've also worked at some used car lots to where you did need three pay stubs. You know, you did need, I need this. Matter of fact, I need to see your pay stubs and I need to see your last room bank statements. And a light bill. And a light bill. <laughs> I need proof of residence, proof of asset. That was right. I, I was shocked when I heard that. Yeah. So I was like, what? Yeah. That's unheard of. So some people are good at managing the credit like yourself. And some people just hit bad times. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, the 09, the economy crash, and, you know, things really hit the fan. So you had a lot of people that was trying to downgrade and make different arrangements. And that's when we had to have that talk. And they thought they was going to come in like you and not have to give anything. And I was like, no, no, no. <laughs> I need to see your phone bill. <laughs> and I also need here. I'm going to write you a list. I don't worry. I'm going to write you a list. And then what happens at that moment, too, is you lose that power. 
So yeah. now you was like, I want to drive this. I want to look at that. That's what I was like. No, 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 no. Sit down. Yeah, these two cars. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Right. You can take the, the Chevy Cobalt. Right, right. right. <laughs> or you can get the Dodge, the Dodge uh, Stratus or whatever right. the fuck that was. It was like, oh, I don't want that. Well, yeah. See, you don't pay your bills. Mm -hmm. So these are the but, two but options we that, have for you that, right here. That's the delivery. Is that delivery? That's the delivery. Yes. Yeah. So you, you just, uh, when you got good credit, we come out there with the numbers. Hey, good news. Right here. Got your payment. Da, da, da. But when your credit's bad, yeah, see, this is what we can do for you. So you can either take that car right there or have a good day. And you gotta come with a down payment. So yeah, yeah, yeah that was a that was a different process for me. But no, no, I've I've learned um over the years that you don't even need a down payment either. You don't? With with good, good credit. credit. Good credit. Yeah, so. good credit saves you money on just about yeah. anything, as you know, you know, coming from the real estate business. But a lot of people didn't know that. A lot of yeah. people show up to the lots. Hey, hey, you know, what did you have budgeted for a down payment? Hey, where much you put it? Oh, I want to do nothing. I was like, okay, I hope you got some nothing-ass credit. Let's go have a look. Let's see. I don't have to put nothing. Oh, well, let's go find out. And then we asked them to come break the news. Well, yeah, we gonna need about three to four thousand dollars on this car. And that's when you had to, be, you know, be real with them. You know, and it humbles a lot. Of I people. think, I think, um, a, a lot of people don't even know that. I don't know if they can do it now, but, yeah, but yeah. I know back in the day. I used to just go test drive a car and keep it for four or five days. Oh yeah, they used to do that back in the day. Yeah, they got strict on that now. Yeah, yeah. I would I would take it out of town and come back. I yeah. never rented a car. I was yeah. like, okay, well, going to Houston this weekend. See, she the reason we didn't do yeah. that no more. See, don't even have a couple of cars be gone. Yeah. But that's how those cars would be like loaners or demos mm -hmm. too. You know, those put yeah. some miles on them, we just sell mm -hmm. them, put a discount on it. Um but even with with um the large down payments. Um, I think where where people fail, they go in telling the salesman what they want and what they have. Yeah, yeah. You're not gonna run my credit. I'm gonna yeah. tell you what I want. Right. I'm not telling you what I have. Yeah. I'm telling you exactly what I want. Yeah. And if you can't get it to me, somebody else will. Facts. That's facts. And that, but that's with good credit. And with good credit, you got that power. Yeah. If you don't have good credit, you need to sit your ass down, be humble, and do your research. Book a consultant. I started doing car consultants. It's not in the business anymore. But talk to somebody who can guide you so you'll step into the right dealership. Where are you about to place your money? Because that's 90% of the battle. Where yeah. are you going to go put your money at? If the car lot look like it ain't shit, you finna have an ain't shit experience, exactly. the car probably ain't shit. So do your research, you know, and try to get guided in the right direction before, you know, you make that investment. Because it's, it's a big-ass investment. Because if you buy a car that ain't shit, you still got to pay that car payment, even mm -hmm. if the car stopped falling apart. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, you got to gotta put some thought in it. And I don't think people think about that when they when they get a car from one of those no places, mm -hmm. that when it breaks down, it... The maintenance is still yours because you yeah. you signed that as is paperwork. As is mean as is. Mm -hmm. Just like when you meet a new boo, they mm -hmm. as is. Mm -hmm. You can have all That's these expectations. You can is. have this potential. I accept you but as is. Exactly. Without the job, without the, yeah. See, that's a whole other message right yeah. there. Huh? Because a lot of times in relationships. Message! Message! <laughs> in relationships, we'd be like, oh, so much potential. And if you could just do this and if you could do this better. No, 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 sweetheart. How did you meet them? You met them where they at. Everybody is, uh, is, has the potential to grow, and you can encourage growth, but the expectations of yours will have you looking stupid. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So you only can uh, get what someone has. This is what I always say. You can only get what somebody has the capacity and the desire to really give you. You know what I'm saying? If they don't have, because some people reach their capacity and what they can kind of extend as far as they love and themselves and devotion to you. And financially, too, because some people Shit. are settled or, or happy with where they where they, yeah. where they. Goal was like yeah. they don't want to exceed. They're like, oh no, I'm, I'm good right here. Ambition. I'm, I'm at eighteen dollars now. I don't want to make any more yep. money. Like, what? So yep. you, you okay with that? 
Yeah. Which is tough. And I know for especially for a lot of confident women, successful women, hard working women, you you know, you get with somebody, you want that kind of energy to be matched a little bit. Is that kind of hard? Just a little bit. Is that a little difficult too? As it is. It yeah. is. Yeah. 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 Would you would you would you just would you be with a guy who just was like content? Yeah, I work at the post office, I'm good. Like, is that straight? The post, the post office is a good job. Though. See, they got benefit. Yeah, yeah that's, that's right. Different. Okay, so, so but if he worked, at, if he worked at the gas station, okay, and he was content with that, then I, I'd have a problem with it. Mm. And and, I, and I, again, I've, I've, I've Aries, guys, uh, listen, Aries that work at the gas station, <laughs> not, not you though. No, but but if they have goals and they, you know, this is just a, 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 a step, step, stone, a stepping, stepping stone. stone then I'm okay with it. Yeah. Now, now, if you're 35 and you still your album is coming out next month, yeah. I, I don't, <laughs> I, I, Right. We can't we can't be together. Right, right, right. We can't be together. And some guys are like, well, I mean, you still doing comedy at your age. I mean, comedy mm. is a lot different than trying to produce an album. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It's different. Yeah. So do you, would you date a comic? Would you date somebody that's I also an not, age? I've not dated a mm. comedian. I wouldn't date a comedian. Well, he's an Aries comedian. I wouldn't date a comedian. Oh, really? I don't I don't want I don't want me on stage. I don't I don't oh. want the joke. I've I've seen Relationships here in Las Vegas and in Dallas, Ooh. where they dated each other, and then when it, when they broke up, Ooh. you heard about it on stage. I Personal. don't. Yeah, it becomes yeah. personal. I don't want that. I don't wow. want that. Wow. Yeah. Now, now I dated a rapper who who rapped about me in the song, oh, okay. which was hilarious. Okay. Was okay. Cool. I was like, okay. Okay. At least he mentioned the bins. Yeah, like, like. yeah, damn, that's what's up. <laughs> yeah, so man, I, I low key miss Dallas. Man, Dallas was cool, man. I like I go back like once or twice a year. My mama still live in uh, Frisco. I think. Oh, Atlanta. my mom lives in, in, in Lancaster. Oh, so, yeah. okay, okay, hell yeah. So, so yeah, all my family still lives there. So yeah, I go back to DFW all the time, man. It's getting big as hell, man. It's traffic yeah, like every time, LA, I, go, every time I get there, it, it, it looks different to me. The the whole scenery yeah, is they just, keep building just, yeah. up. That's crazy. But it's, it's starting to get like a little bit more of a vibe too in terms of I'm like the it. arts mm-hmm. and like a, it was like Deep Element and all mm-hmm, that shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They have a comedy club down there, that Dallas Comedy Club. I haven't yeah, been there yet. You need to go. It's okay. Really, really nice. Dallas, club. holla at your boy, man. What's up, man? Give me a reason to go back, baby. Let's go. I'm trying to set that up. Charlie Wilson, Tab Lloyd. You know what I'm saying? I can make that happen, right? Of course. Yeah. And I'll sell it out. <laughs> shit, let's get to that. I know they opened up a new one in Plano. I met one of the, the dudes who opened it up at the festival. Where was that? Where were we at? Big Pine or some shit, y'all? Big Pine, yeah. Okay. We met one of the guys who opened that shit up. So that actually looks like a pretty nice club too. I think it's House of Comedy. Okay, I, I did, House I did hear of House of Comedy. Yeah, my friend Angela Walker um, um, just performed there a couple of days ago. Nice, yeah. looked like a dope stage, man. Yeah. I gotta touch that one too. And do you do you know a lot of comedians in Dallas? A little bit, man. You know when I because I never really did comedy in Dallas. Okay. After I moved to New York from Dallas, I started doing comedy. So I was all in New York, okay. but I did go back to Dallas and produce my own shows. Okay. Because again. Just because I was starting comedy in New York, nobody in Dallas, you know, was booking me. I wasn't like famous or popular enough to say, hey, let's bring Charlie back to Dallas and pay him. You know what I'm saying? So when I went back to Dallas, I could obviously get up when it was time to get up. But I took that opportunity to produce some shows. Do you remember this restaurant called Buttons? In no. Dallas, yeah. So they had one in Addison. They had a nice little run. Oh, I, buttons in Addison. Oh, I do know. I it was do like remember a jazz buttons. Yeah, jazz yeah. club. Yeah. So my sister had a birthday party there. Well, it was a vibe. I fell wasn't asleep. It? Well, I fell. I was the oldest person. Yeah. There, so. So, I, so during the whole party and stuff, I was just over in the corner, just man. Buttons and they have pictures slept. and videos of me wow. sleeping, so, yeah. riding buttons. Yeah. They food was good. That was like where yeah. they brought like southern cuisine. Mm-hmm. It was a little bit of an upscale kind of uh, vibe. And uh, yeah, man. So after I started doing comedy in New York, I started producing my shows in New York. But then I felt like because I knew more people in Dallas, I could probably have more people come up to my shows. Did that work for you? A little bit, yeah. Okay. You know, it really did. 
because coming a comedian from New York at this point, now coming to Dallas and booking comics, you know, kind of gave me a little bit of, you know, sauce in terms of like, all right, cool, we coming from New York and doing a comedy show so I could get the comedians there. And then in terms of support system, I got like my friends from Dallas, my mom, my sister, a lot of my, my, my fam bam mm-hmm. pulled up on me. Uh, so that's why I kind of started small. I did like a small little club. There used to be a little club in Plano. Man, I forgot what they were called, uh, like a Caribbean spot. But they had a nice little intimate room, and that was one of the first shows I produced. So I did one show there, and then I did another show in Shreveport. That's where I first kind of started getting like my mock shows together. How does this work? And I'm booking comics, what kind of budget? Uh, okay, let me get a DJ. So I would always try to make it a little bit of an experience. But that's, you know, year one in comedy, what helped kind of build my uh, foundation and my blueprint for the game. Because after that, I just continued to produce shows and I produced my own shows in LA and New York and kind of stayed on that. So, so now I have to ask the question. Yeah. Why well, I've never been on any of your shows. Aha, uh-huh. cool. Well, I'm glad that you asked. Okay. So, you you know, Laugh After Dark has got a kind of a unique way of curating our shows, obviously, okay. right? So we have our submissions that are open for a specific I've amount of time. I've like two or three of them. Everybody and their mama has. Okay. You know, we've had hundreds, literally hundreds of submissions. So, you know, a lot of this is like not being able to get to enough people in the right amount of time because we're flooded with comics, right? Okay. Uh, 650, yeah, to be exact. So it's like, you know, weeding through all of those emails is working itself. So this is going to put a, answer a lot of comments questions. How do you get on Laugh at the Dark? How are you, you know, how do you even get in there? Because some comments got on because they were referred by somebody else. And sometimes we I, took, I didn't hold get on, let me finish. So sometimes we get those referrals and they still don't hit like we think that, that we hit. Um, so after so many times of people referring, because we knew to Vegas, we came from L.A., Okay. So we had so many people that were like, oh, yeah, such and such is good. And my first such and such is good. And we tried that a couple of times. But sometimes the shit is kind of like, okay, this was a, fig- this was a fucking letdown. This ain't helping. Yeah. So fortunately, we had enough L.A. blended comics that were coming in here. And then we took some opportunities on some Vegas comics that were local. But to answer the question, how you get on a laugh after dark is exactly how we ended up here today. I think it's staying consistent and staying on our radar. I think it's being consistent and making yourself... Uh, known to us, being on our DMs, speaking to us and interacting with us, you know, when you see us, which you have, uh, being respectable and doing that too, which you have, you know, continue to work on your own craft and, and, and create your own lane, which you have. So that's one of the reasons that brought us here today. And I don't think, obviously, you far away, obviously, okay. at this point from getting your time on stage. So we'll take care of the logistics. But uh, again, we're still a new show, you know, in a new space and, um, you know, finding our way there and also, you know, being open to everything else the universe has got kind of going on as well. So, you know, in the midst of the comedy f- festival and Laugh at the Dark and some other projects happening in the back, back end, we are constantly curated. So we're glad to finally have you here, learn more about your story. I know that you from Dallas, right, you know what I'm saying, right. this whole time. You know about Whataburger and shit. Now, are you a Cowboys fan? Hell yeah. Okay. Always have been. Always yes. have been. Always okay. have been. You know, they were like, I seen them with the Raiders hat. Shut up. Right. You did. You did. <laughs> I live here. Right, right. Get my Raider on. I like fucking Raiders, bro. <laughs> I, I love the Raiders too, man. But Cowboy fans since they won. So okay. I always loving yourself and you as well. Cowboys, yeah. Yeah, yeah. All day, every day. Hell yeah. That's what's happening. Yeah. So please, man, let us know like what else you got coming up, what else you got going on, so people can kind of stay tuned and what's okay. up. Well, I have my weekly um my weekly podcast. Okay. Which is ridiculously funny comedy podcast. Okay. Oh, See, how come oh. I ain't do your podcast? How you got a podcast? I ain't even do it. I really thought you were too big to do it. Yeah. I really, I, I just thought what? that like, hey, he would, he would never do my Hello, podcast. Me. Yeah. But but now the the invitation is is 
extend okay, it. Okay, okay. Do you do um, it on Zoom or do you uh, film it? Uh, I have a studio. Have okay, a studio. shit. You see what I'm yeah. saying? You out here on the go. Oh, I, well, the- I, I transform one of the rooms in my home into a studio. Nah, oh, this kind of looks like this. is how you get yeah. the Aries to the crib. Yeah, I, right, see right. How you, I see how you do it. And then they never leave. Like. See, then they never leave. Right. You make it up. You want, how you got your I see. <laughs> so yeah, the weekly podcast, and then I have my weekly open mic. Um, okay. For new, for um, seasoned and unseasoned comedians mm. um, on Wednesdays at the Urban Lounge. Gotcha. And then again, just shows, just constantly doing shows across the, the country. Hell yeah. That's what's up, man. Yeah. I'm proud I'm proud of your work at it, man. It's definitely good to see. Uh, Thank you. Do, you. do you think you could, because I've always kind of wanted to get into radio myself and I'm comfortable speaking and making people laugh in that way. Would you get back into radio? I would. Opportunity? I would. Uh-huh. Gotcha. Yeah. What's some of the best parts about being on the radio? Um, I, I, I'm thinking I'm that, just that at this it's, point, I've it's, it's, it's the it. free food. Like what? Right? <laughs> like yeah. they, you just have people just just bringing food out because it was a more. I worked morning show, so, nice. so the morning show you would just always have people, especially when we had celebrities in in the studio. Yeah. They they, they would just just drop off. What's the coolest uh, celebrity you think you met? If you met um, someone who was like, "Oh, I'm starstruck." Oh shit. I, I've never been starstruck though because okay. I, I, I've always put myself up there with them. Gotcha. But but I do remember the the one time that Elder Barge came to the oh, studio. Shit. And all these women were outside. Yeah. And and he was in the studio. And we had we had glass windows. Yeah. And and we could see outside. Yeah, yeah. And they were just out there. I'm talking about just hundreds of. What them. station was this, by the way, that you was at? Uh, 104. 104. Yes, 104. Was it Hick? Right? No, Skip. Those are the evening people. That's the evening people. Okay, with, with Skip and Nanette and all them. So yeah, yeah, dope, dope, dope. I used to listen to y'all on the board. That's crazy. That's, that's funny how this full circle, like we yeah. could have literally crossed paths a few different mm-hmm. times between the Portland Festival and, and Dallas. Dallas yeah. We could have been behind each other at Whataburger, you know right, what I'm saying? Right, right, Damn. exactly. Yeah, oh, here we go. But I feel like there's a divine timing in everything, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? That sometimes we don't understand as we're going through it, but you got to trust the process and uh, embrace the process because everything is working out as it's supposed to. So that's one thing that I've learned and this kind of helped me uh, balance out and focus as life is constantly shifting and changing. You just gotta be ready when it's time to be ready. But other than that, chill the fuck out. Embrace the process. Mm-hmm. You're gonna be doing comedy regardless. And you know, these opportunities are gonna come regardless. You know what I'm saying? So we're constantly wavering. You know what I mean? You're right, you're right. Fire. So yeah, look at we got a little message we dropped today, right. didn't it? Message! Message! Okay, we dropped some gems on the ass today. I like that. Yeah, this, this is an educational show. Yeah. Dope. Please let the people know where they can follow you. Follow me at Miss Tabloid, M-S-T-A-B-L-L-O-Y-D. And that's everything. That That's uh, YouTube, uh, Snapchat. Yeah. Uh, my website. Yeah. Um, 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 my cash app. Yeah, yes, you need that too. <laughs> Miss Tablo, M S T A B L L O Y D. Hell yeah. Well, girl, it's been a pleasure. I'm so glad we got a chance to link it up. It's been another episode of Do Tell with Laugh After Dark. I've been your boy, Charlie Wilson TV. Uh, I got Tablo in the house today, man. So y'all stay tuned for what she got going on. And I'll see y'all in the next episode. Subscribe, subscribe, like, 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 leave comments, man. I'll see y'all soon. Yo, cheers. Cheers, thank you. Oh, love it. Good shit. I like your nails, too. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Hey, ready today, dude. Hey, look. Hey, hey. I know you got stuff to do, and you're ready to get up out of here, but just a minute. Come on, man. You didn't already stay here this long. Now, take just a minute and subscribe, please. That way you can stay connected. Like the video. Leave a comment. We want to hear what you got to say, baby. <laughs> now, we appreciate it. Now, go on and subscribe.